1: Unprotected Sets captures the energy of a live comedy show and brings it directly to your ears. Part stand up, part interview. You'll get an inside scoop into the tragically funny lives and minds of Rising Star Comics. Real, raw, and funny. It's Unprotected Sets.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage Clayton English. Let him hear it.
2: First time at the house. This is my first time seeing people. Come on, man. Yeah, this this, this year, this is a long year. Was this year two for one? What kind of year is this? This buy one, get one. This is it's not over yet. This is crazy. Everybody out here, despite what's going on. My dad tried to give me information too. As soon as it happened, he said, wait, whatever you do, don't go test it. Don't get tested. He said, if you go down there, you gonna get it. I said, what? He said, if you go down there, you're going to get it, because that's where they got it. I said, what? I said, well, how you find out if you got it? Oh, he said, oh, you going to know if you got it. And when you know, you're just going down there with everybody else who got it. But don't go down there and see if you got it, because you're going to get it. I was like, the shit didn't make sense, but it made all the sense. He had me scared to take a test. I was like, "Nah, I'm not going till I see symptoms. I called my dad a week later. I was like, Dad, what's up, man? He was like, yeah, I got it. I said, Damn, you got it? I said, why, why did you go down there? He said, because I knew I had it. I said, oh, my God. He was right. He was right. He knew he had it. Time to go down there. They trying to tell you. that I don't know, man. Look, I'm not getting sick. I'm not stopping doing nothing I've been doing. I'm a comedian. My lifestyle is different. I'm up late. We drink. We smoke. Yes, I do all of this. If I do get the virus, the virus gonna have to, like the inside of my body is like Essence Music Fest. It's popping in there, man. It's like a river of Hennessy flowing through me. It's Kush all in my lungs. The corona going come in, my cell's gonna show them a good time. Let's go, man. What's up Oh, you to the COVID! hey. Bye, we heard about you. Come on, man, go ahead and get your little Kush. It's in the lungs, you can get whatever. We got a little Hennessy. We're going to show COVID a great time. COVID ain't going to get me sick. He going to get sick. COVID only 19. You ain't supposed to be drinking like this. COVID. <laughs> Growing up somewhere in the trachea. Where where, where do I get out of here? They're, they're still eating chicken wings. At two in the morning. What the fuck is going on? I got to leave. I'm leaving on the next sneeze. I'm out of here. My parents were married and then they split. You know, they, they would leave, get back together, leave, get back together. But you could see stuff wasn't really working out. My dad, you know, he moved on. My mom, same thing. But me and my brother, we always tried to have each other's back. Were you older or younger than your brother? I'm older, I'm seven years older. Sesame Street had to talk to the kids about racism. PBS prepared you for people. You saw all different types of people. You saw all ethnicities on there. Sesame Street, everybody was on Sesame Street. You see people you gonna see in real life. Burt and Ernie, you'd have seen plenty of Burt and Ernie's. <laughs> Where's Hollywood? Burt and doubt is. you seen everybody. you seen Cookie Monster. you seen somebody with an addiction problem. You like, man. He's, <laughs> look how his eyes get whenever the liquor come out. Like, oh.
3: <laughs>
2: Mr. Rogers, that's the first person I saw that had money that didn't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Rogers had money, didn't have a job. Mr. Rogers show up at his house like 10 in the morning. Where are you coming from? He come in wearing some shit from the last night and then change into some shit just like it. He take a sweater off and put another cardigan on that's like that cardigan, take off them kids, put on some more kids, feed his fish, and wait for the mail to come. (laughs) Sound like Mr. Rogers is, is selling dope, scamming something? It's not. It's nothing. Good. Anybody get home at ten in the morning and wait for the mailman? That's not no legal shit to be doing. Carmen San Diego. Oh man, she was a city girl. Carmen San Diego was an Instagram dot before they existed. She had on a little low hat, be flying from place to place, scamming people, stealing shit. I don't think she was a though. You think she would be a hoe, but I don't think she was because she had a coat. Hoes don't have coats. I don't know if you're aware that hoes don't have a use for coats. The most you'll ever see a hoe in is a jacket, and it's never her jacket. Some jacket for a track team for a high school. She ain't even in high school. Where the fuck did you get this? Jacket from. It's fifteen below. You in a jacket. Hoes don't have coats. Can we do some research on why hoes don't need coats? Like, Not women. Women need coats. A grown woman, that's how you know a woman when she has a coat. I don't talk to women without coats. If I get to your house move, I want to see the closet. (laughs) Jacket, jacket, hoodie, jacket. Where the fuck is your coat? That's what I want to know. You have a coat? I (laughs) got (laughs) to leave. This stuff I think about, man, I got to be real, though. It's just good to see everybody in here with all the racism going on. White people, y'all covering shifts for the protest. I love it. Y'all ain't never been out there before. Y'all gotta cool out though. You you having a little too much fun. You having a little too much fun. You on skateboards and shit. Motherfuckers on scooters, jumping off the curb. What are you? Hey man, this ain't no Capri Sun commercial, man. Get your your ass back in the line with everybody. Say the song right. These motherfuckers doing tricks, ollies and shit. This ain't Tony Hawk. that's, that's, it's different to see. You got everybody out there. Everybody, black people, white people, Hispanic people, Asian people. Like I was surprised the Amish people was out there. How the fuck they find out? Who told <laughs> them? <laughs> Eli sneaking Wi-Fi, man. Eli got Wi-Fi. <laughs> Eli got Wi-Fi like a motherfucker, man. He in here ordering shit from Amazon. <laughs> How did they find out? They showed up. They was like, go get the cart. Go get. Go get the buggy. We finna ride. That's crazy. Everybody showed up. Witches showed up. I didn't even know witches was still around. I was like, damn! We thought they burnt y'all all all up. (laughs) Y'all back, huh? Okay, cool. (laughs) Everybody? Batman. Batman was out at the protest. Full suit on. Batman. You saw Batman. I said, Batman out here. Damn. He the epitome of white privilege. And he even see the shit fucked up? You got all the money, you dress up and beat the shit out of poor people in the, in the inner city. Bah! fuck Don't do that. What's wrong with you, man? Open a community center. Do something. You wanna beat people ass? We didn't ask for all these people either. Some of these people, even the devil worshipers. I was like, damn it, man, all right. How wrong you gotta be for the devil to be like, oh, whoa, what the fuck are they doing up there? All my followers, get out there! <laughs> Tell them it ain't bad like that down <laughs> My family's originally from Pensacola, Florida. and Pensacola, Florida's not the sweetest place right now for, for black people. Or, or any people. <laughs> I'm like, it's, I love it because it's, it's, it's the beach, and the people there are just good people. But you'll hear some stories. Like, my dad was, like, as a kid where he grew up, like, they would follow the trail of blood from Friday night saturday morning and they would see who got stabbed and who got killed like you you hear about the klu klux klan you hear about these things you hear about stuff and it's not that far removed it's like you can go to a family member that, that that'll tell you the story you hearing it second hand but it's only one removed from a person
0: hey y'all it's them it's Jaden. it's carly hansen it's
2: oliver tree what's going on it's Ian Dior, and we all know valentine's day is the most romantic time of the year
1: whatever <laughs> My friends and I are about to turn the whole holiday upside down in our new scripted holiday series, Valentine's Day in Hell.
0: First we spent Halloween in hell.
1: Now you're invited to be a part of our next musical podcast from our In Hell series. (sighs)
2: This time around, the devil is playing games with all of our hearts trying to ruin our Valentine's Day
3: plans by dragging us down to the depths of hell.
1: In each episode, you're going to hear new original music from artists like Ian Dior, Jaden, Carly Hansen, and me,
3: Tune into the Valentine's Day in Hell comedy horror musical
1: podcast. Subscribe for full episodes, bonus material, and original music. This February, check out
0: Valentine's Day in Hell. Brought to you by Audio Up and Podcast One. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts.
2: We never talk about the issues. We've been talking about what's going on. Police killing unarmed black citizens and getting away with. Slap on the wrist. Murder for no reason. Sometimes they say they had a gun, but they can never find the gun. All types of things. And what they do, they want to give us everything but what we asking for. We ask for that, will we'll, we'll, we'll take down these statues. <laughs> Nobody asked to take down the statue. That's cool, but can we, that's nice. Thank you for taking down the statue. But what about the shit we, well, all right, look, we gonna play <laughs> the Black National Anthem at the beginning. <laughs> at the beginning of every NFL game. <laughs> Who the fuck, I don't want that. I don't even know the whole song. No. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Now I got to figure this shit out so I can sing along, because I'm not even going to be... You in Green Bay, you got to call your girl like, hey, baby, do you know the words to, to the goddamn lift every voice and sing, because I'm right here. And these white people got me on the Jumbotron. They got me on <laughs> the Jumbotron. I'm supposed to lead them. I don't know the words. I'm going to put my AirPods in, and you sing it out loud, and I'm going to mouth it with you, okay? Let's go. <laughs> That's just... not what we asked for. What we asked for is just to be treated human. You got mad when property got destroyed, didn't you? People was mad. You target black people, well, we gon' target Target. <laughs> you target us, we gon' target Target. We target Ben had it coming. They got too uppity. Ever since people started calling them Tar-J, and they jacked <laughs> their prices up. No, Target, you, I, hey, I'm glad. I saw Target and I was like, you got them right. Let me go <laughs> by then and see what the fuck is left. <laughs> it's crazy, because at one point, black people was considered property. So now they mad they old property destroying their new property. If you would have addressed the problem, maybe this wouldn't be happening, but we never address it. We just give you a little something here, a little something there. And it's scary when everybody realizes it and you see somebody in office that not really trying to make anything better. I mean, Trump, Trump amazing in one aspect, man. He amazing in one aspect. He the only person I know could give a 30 minute speech and only use 18 words. That's the most <laughs> amazing shit I'd have ever seen. In my life, man. This man picked one word for that speech and he ride that bitch out. Whatever that word is, oh, he gonna use that one. If we all know at first there was a lot of people, then it was some more people. Those people told another group of people, all these people came, more people came. I said, look at all the people. So many people. If they say it was no people, they didn't see it because I was there, I saw the people. At one point, I said, tell those people to tell those people we don't need any more people, okay? No more people. That's enough people. I've seen people who peep through the peephole. I've seen people. who like, oh, shit, it had to be a lot of people there. No way it wasn't a lot of people. He just said it 10,000 times. It's got to be. Man. It's weird, though. You see what's going on, and we got to face it. We talk about stuff different. We do. Black on black crime. Why are we the only one? <laughs> nobody else got a crime on crime. <laughs> white on white crime, that's regular crime. <laughs> they don't even do that with nobody else. Asian on Asian crime. No, they don't, that was whatever, they found it out. whatever. Latino on Latino crime. No, they was in, you do crime who you near. <laughs> Who's commuting to do crime? What, what, what? Hey, man, we got a carpool. We're going to go out here. We're going to drive out here to Modesto. And what the fuck? For what? <laughs> and also, whenever black people do something, they made it seem like we all had something to do with it. Black people shoot up some shit. It could be a black person. He could shoot up some shit. I don't know what's wrong with the black community. They're out of control. They need to get a hold of their community. Where's their leadership? I can't believe that they would allow this to happen. I'm like, first of all, I don't even know him. <laughs> I ain't never seen him before. (laughs) He don't come to none of the meetings. (laughs) Look at the white people in here. I told you they have meetings. I fucking told you. You're gonna fucking listen to me one day, Susan. They fucking all have
3: meetings.
2: (laughs) But yeah, they make it seem like we all responsible for something. But I noticed when white people do shit, oh man, you separate yourselves, don't you? You know, a lot of the mass shootings. Been white dudes that went crazy, and the numbers are so crazy. That's why it's so appalling. It's eighty shot, sixteen people wounded, eight dead. You like, oh shit, was he trying to get a triple double? What the fuck is going on? This shit is, this shit is out of hand. And then they get on there, and nobody knows. They get on there. Ah, uh, as we can see, he didn't have much friends. Any family he kept to himself. Uh, actually, he was he was a lone wolf. He has. We don't know any parents. He actually he was raised by wolves. He was raised. it's it's, it's a little cub he was raised by wolves he's a lone wolf he had a wolf on his jacket okay he wasn't one of us he wasn't a person he he had he rode a wolf he rode a wolf to the crime scene we took his mask off found out he was actually a wolf case closed let's go oh man i've been arrested for several things definitely been arrested for marijuana i've been arrested because I smell like weed. I've been arrested other times just for insurance, small things, and then sometimes no reason at all. I got arrested in my driveway one time and he didn't tell me what he was taking me to jail until we got down there and it was for obstruction. And he just tried to tie me to some other kids in the neighborhood. He was like, oh no, you're the lookout and your little buddy with the hat on, he's going around breaking in the car. I'm like, man, I don't know what you are talking about. The, the sad part is, a lot of black people have had that experience of getting arrested for for no reason. It, go, it works every way too. If you don't believe me, just watch the news. White people got nicer words for shit. White people got a whole thing going on right now. This, this opioid shit, you see it, but opioids? Just say it, opioids. Opioids. It's made to say quiet. Susan, look. My son, I found out he's on opioids. And she's like, oh my god. Opioids. You can be in a crowded party and talk about who's addicted to opioids and nobody knows what the fuck's going on. (laughs) Are you sure it's opioids? I know it's
3: opioids.
2: (laughs) Has to be. He's lethargic. He's sleepy. I looked it up. It said it was an opioid. (laughs) (laughs) No, not black people. We don't what do we have? Crack. Can't say that quiet, can you? I don't know. I think my son's smoking crack. What? Your son's smoking crack? Hey! <laughs> y'all, my son's smoking crack, y'all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ain't no whispering about crack, man. Crack is a loud drug. Like, <laughs> that's the main thing you got to tell crack is, hey, man, be quiet. What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm sorry, man. This is crack. Shit. I, can't, I got no volume control when I'm on the crack. <laughs> You can't whisper crack. It's not possible. Just try it. Try it right now. <laughs> you, you, you can hear it clicking up in your throat. <laughs> <laughs> you start sounding like a crackhead if you got got any cr- crack. Like it's <laughs> them damn opioids. You can look. I usually don't do this, but I have a few opioids in my purse. If you want one. <laughs> You think I'm making it up? I'm not. I'm telling you. It's true. I watched the protests on the news, but I have been part of the protest. I went out to a protest. Cool. Came back. Planned to go to the protest. It was lovely. Peaceful. We marched around. Then like two days later, I'm at the house. Protest comes by my house. Like right out the window, I can see everybody. And I'm like, oh shit, I gotta go. Like I gotta go. It's no way I can't go out here if they right by the window. So I go out there. Everybody in the neighborhood is out there. It's, it's going. Like they playing like Childish Gambino, this is a man. All the songs, fuck Donald Trump. I'm out there, I'm like, oh, this shit is live. Okay, it's like a, it's like a woke freak Nick. This shit is cool, man. Pretty, they gonna pull some titties out in the name of righteousness. This is, this, is, this is where I need to be. So I'm out there and everybody on my blog is coming out. They filming with their phones, all types of people. Everybody, white people, Asian people, Hispanic people, everybody's out there on the phone with their dogs. I turn the corner with the group. Then I turned the other corner with the group. And then that's when I realized I had fucked up because the police were right at both ends. And it wasn't nowhere else to go. And I noticed everybody that was out went in their house. Like, like like you know that little thing where Homer be in the bushes? Like they was like. Everybody just faded into the wall like because they stayed on their street. They stayed. I turned. I turned. So I tried to take this way. A few police already arresting people, putting the cuffs on him. His one, he hadn't got active yet, so I tried to squeeze by him. Like, you know when the, when the church is crowded and you're trying to get through? I was <laughs> I was acting like a bitch trying to get in the VIP section and shit. I was like, excuse me, I'm just trying to go this. And he grabbed his gun. He's like, get the fuck back over there. I was like, oh shit, okay, that's not gonna work. <laughs> okay, Clayton, you gotta think. You gotta think. I'm not going to jail for this bullshit. Like, I can't. I can't, so I started walking the other way, and I was like, I'm just gonna walk. I'm not gonna look at him, I'm just gonna keep walking. And, he, and I walked, and, I, and the policeman was right here, and I almost got by him. He was like, hey, where you going? I said, man, I'm working undercover, and you guys are blowing it, okay? <laughs> like, hey, who's in charge? She said, get the fuck back on. I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> Now I'm trying to figure this shit out, and I don't know what's gonna happen because I'm out there with this group and this young kids. There's a lot of young kids out there. Long story short, whole standoff happens. A white lady came out to help, a compassionate Karen, if you will. <laughs> I say compassionate Karen because she kind of helped. She was like, hey, you guys can come in my apartment building and they won't be able to get you. And we got in there and she was like, okay, but you guys can't stay in the hallway. You have to go on the roof. And I was like, bitch, that ain't how the Underground Railroad worked. <laughs> motherfucker didn't be like hey you gonna have to pop your head up in nashville and <laughs> wave around what are you talking about so she's like we stay on the roof cool we're on the roof this this is when i was like okay la is on some whole other shit right now because a helicopter showed up for us and started circling and i was like who the fuck am i with Who, what, maybe this wasn't a bright protest. Maybe this was, the signs are right, but all of this is unnecessary, for what I thought. So man, we were on the news, everything, it was a standoff. The lady who let us in, she was like, guys, we're gonna make the news. And I was like, as a black man, that is never the goal. Waking up in the morning, that is never what the fuck is, man, you know what, I'm trying to make the news. No, you never want that. Then there was another dude on the roof, and he was real eager, he was acting like he was the leader. And he was like, okay, guys, stick with your buddy. Find a buddy, get out of there, stick together. You gotta find a way out. You know what, let's spell BLM on this roof right now. And people started doing it, and I was like, oh my God, like, I'm I'm trapped with the wrong fucking people. And then he looked back at me, and he had big teeth too, the big fake teeth, and he was like, we're gonna be on the news. And I was like, these motherfuckers wanna be on the news. I'm trying to see if I could jump to the next roof. I'm like, I have played enough PlayStation. I done played Assassin's Creed. I should be able to goddamn spider jump this shit. and I did the same shit that happened to my parents, trying to go out there and, and goofed it up. But yeah, nah, they were proud, I think, because they know I had kind of been out protesting before. And my brother, that's really what he does. Like, he's been he's been at these things since, I don't know. He, it's a shame that he's been having to do them this long. But he's a photographer, and, like, since... I know since 2012, like, he's oh, so been, he goes out in the thick of it. Oh, he's Holy out shit. there. And I worry about him being caught up in the mix. And he's a tall dude. I'm like, you gonna stand out in the crowd. You know what I mean? So just be safe, man, and it's it's crazy.
1: Hey, this is Adam Carolla. Let me tell you about my podcast. We do it uh, every single day, so you can subscribe, and there'll always be a fresh one waiting for you. It's about two hours of uh, topics, topical topics, and news, and guests, and uh, comedians, and of course, my own vitriolic take on uh, just about everything that's going on in the world, plus um, we get a lot of really interesting, uh, notable people who come in. We'll get politicians. We'll get uh, tastemakers. We'll get stand-ups. We'll get uh, authors. We'll get uh, pundits. We'll get, uh, what I say? Well, I think about covers it all celebrities as well. And uh, we'll do some really interesting interviews with them. You can get The Adam Carolla Show wherever you download your podcast.
2: The compassionate Karen left. (laughs) Didn't see her no more. Wouldn't let anybody in an apartment. The little big-teethed, eager ringleader left. Don't know where he went. Probably with the compassionate Karen. They was probably in cahoots. (laughs) Next thing you know, police come on the roof, arrest all of us, like 50 of us. I'm trying to explain. This is when I was like, I'm with the movement, but right now, I'm trying to go home. Look, just look around. I'm the oldest person here. I'm the only one without a skateboard. <laughs> Me, the only one without a skateboard. You think I'm just out here? He pulled out my ID. I guess he saw my agent. He's like, we got the leader over here. And I was like, where? <laughs> where is the leader? <laughs> what does he have on? He's like, okay, so you in charge of the Roof Boys. I was like, the Roof Boys, they have a name? <laughs> they have a name? Who the fuck was I with? Oh, now I'm caught up with the Roof Boys. They take us all to jail. Go to jail in a big sheriff bus. The bus ride was the best because these kids knew how to get out of the cuffs. They didn't even pat anybody down. They let me bring my cell phone on there. One dude had a screwdriver loosening other people's cuffs. Another kid had a knife. Getting shit, I was like they lucky these kids are actually peaceful. One kid had a vape pen. He's smoking bubble cush in the back of the sheriff bus. I could not get my cuffs off. I guess my wrists are too old for that trickery. <laughs> so like, How did you do it? You gotta get some sweat. I am sweaty now, but look like you just rolled up out of it, but mine got tighter. <laughs> I just looked at the dude with the with the little with the little vape pen. I was like, man, go, on, let me hit it. You go. He tried to pass it to me like my hands work. I said, man, put it to my lips. You see what's going on? <laughs> it's the only time I ever hit anything from another man's hand. That's- They didn't even take us to real jail. That was the crazy part. We got to jail. It wasn't jail. It was some tents set up. Said, where are they? Said, it's like a mobile jail. Mobile jail? You can't spring too much new shit on me in one night. What the fuck? (laughs) Yo, what did I get arrested for? Curfew? Curfew? I'm a grown person. Curfew? (laughs) You're going to have to go to court. Well, what else? Throw on two counts of roughhousing on there. How about that? If I'm in trouble for curfew, I want all the little kids charged. I ain't eat my veggie. I ain't eat vegetables all week, Your Honor. Running with scissors, too, last Wednesday. <laughs> Ate a bologna and cheese sandwich, jumped straight in the pool. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I have no regards for y'all all.
3: <laughs>
2: nah, hey, man, I fucking love y'all. This has been the best Woo! shit in a minute. Y'all are awesome. I've been Clayton It's Let's go.